Welcome to Navigating the Universe with your hosts, Michael and Zach. Usually I use uh, direct connect through Skype and, or through uh, blog talk. And um, at the last moment it dropped off. So I had to quickly get on my cell phone and, and get on Skype and phone in. And of course you got the host call number, then you got the host pin number, and then you got to press the right number to get the show going. I just made it in. So kind of funny how that works out. Always some kind of electronic glitch uh, whenever doing any kind of show where you want to bring out uh, Know, real good organic information but we're uh, moving ahead and we're going to always do that no matter what so um i do have a guest coming on today um by the name of Aliyah. she is a lady that i've been mentoring for about two or three years now and maybe longer and um but um uh, what i'm gonna have to do is send her a message and tell her to phone <clears throat> phone through the uh phone numbers here on blog talk with her uh phone as well so just bear with me while I hook her back up here on Facebook. And so I hope everyone's doing well. It's um, definitely very uh, strange times in this in this world, in this reality. Um, and I better tell her to use Skype so she's not charged a big bill. Okay, so great to be on Blog Talk again. I'm hoping this show doesn't get erased. Um, last week I did a show myself, and and uh, for whatever reason it, it was erased. Only the introduction of the music was allowed to be on there, and that's what was erased. And I do remember prior to that warning that um, it wasn't secure, so I did change the uh, password information, and maybe I'll do that more often. So, um, yeah, I always want to keep this going. Um, Really appreciate the people that are are listening and downloading the episodes, and I'm, and uh, it's nice to see that uh, my information and those that are with me and sharing um, information from the co-host aspect are helping you too. And that's what it's all about in this time: is helping each other to get clarity in this reality and to navigate it with uh, less anxiety and for intensive purposes. We want we want to eliminate all that stress and anxiety because it's really a distortion of our humanity and it's really it really doesn't represent the humane beings that we truly are so um today i want to talk about identifying the fear that's within us and i know we we really do identify it but it's become such a habitual program within us that it's like a normality of life in operating in that way so it's more about identifying yourself and being aware of yourself and how you're operating in this life, in this reality. You know, how are you feeling in this given moment? You know, where are your thoughts being directed and are your thoughts amplifying into a certain um, direction or a certain frequency of fear? Um, 
this gentleman, and Pindar mentioned his name. And a little bit of distractions here. Seems like Ian Roy's getting distractions. Okay. I just got to give her the phone number. She's having difficulty finding it. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, so it's about identifying, you know, our fear patterns or, you know, our thoughts that ignite that fear emotionality within us. You know, the emotions that we feel is the power that we have, is the power that we're generating. And that's our creative power. That's how we create our reality within this life. So if we see circumstances outside of ourselves that appear very fearful, then we're going to start feeling fearful from within. And when we feel fearful from within, that's the emotion, emotion, which stands for energy and motion, then we're actually creating that through sending out this emotional frequency or this energetic frequency from us that that desires a matching frequency to empower it further. So if you're in the state of anxiety from what you see outside, which again is a reflection of your inside when you see the circumstances outside because you're putting your fear spin on what you see outside. So when you feel anxiety, that emotional charge enhances and powers up from within you and you're sending that vibration out. So what you're going to attract is more frequencies that hold that anxiety in relation to what anxiety means to you. So that's why it's so important to identify where your thoughts are going and more importantly, identifying the emotional charge behind them and realize that I'm creating this emotional charge. So how do I change that charge? And with practice, like anything else, you can change it and change your operating system that's so that you don't charge into those fear aspects. You know, it's, with, it's the same with love. If you um, find something outside yourself that's very joyful and very loving, like a, a relative, uh, your mother, your father, your spouse, coming home from work or um, having a nice glass of wine by the fireplace, that brings in that beautiful calmness, that uh, gentle joy within, that loving feeling, that peaceful feeling, then that's because you were probably within that type of frequency before these events even come into your life. So the question is, how do you change that program of the fear emotion that's, that coincides with the thoughts you've been having? So number one is changing the way you think. So to be aware of what your thoughts are and stop thinking like that, and think more of being, in a, being the awareness that you are and how you're feeling. So once you stop your thinking process, be, be aware, put your thoughts in, be looking at yourself and be aware of how you're feeling. Okay, I'm feeling anxiety. Okay, so what do I do? Take responsibility for that. I'm the one creating. Outside circumstances do not create it. That's impossible. It, because it comes from inside. You're creating it from inside. So when you blame another for your anxiety, that's false information. You're the one feeling it. They can't make you feel that. Only you can make yourself feel that from a programmed response, a, a habitual program 
that has been instilled into us to blame outside circumstances, which is total bullshit. And so you really need to be responsible. It's really time to get serious with yourself and really do this because this is the way it works. So how do you change it? You identify it, like I said. Now I've got that emotion. So what I do is I go into my, my multidimensional self, which is, might be a little difficult for some to understand, but I will explain it. And Ali, I know you're there, but just uh, I'm just going to keep going through this for a little bit, and then we'll bring you on. Um, so how do I change this uh, <clears throat> this now? And I go into my multidimensionality. So within within every one of ourselves is a, a pathway into the aspects of you that exist in the same space-time moment as now in other dimensional realities here on Mother Earth. They are just simply different frequencies of energy with different, different molecular makeup and different atomic spin rates of the atoms. So because the spin rate of the atoms and, and um, which affects the molecular design of this reality and it spins in such a way that we can't see it. It's another frequency all of its own. And all life within that frequency is also in that same relationship of that spin in the molecular uh, foundation of that reality and the atomic uh, area of that reality, too. I'm not a scientist, but I do understand though my languaging is not the best in that area. Yeah, you know, Again, I can't really put the scientific terms to it because a lot of scientific terms Actually, um, we don't have them to make up the uh, languaging we need for that kind of thing. Um, though we are close and there is uh, more real science instead of the distorted science, but the real science is really um, close with uh, identifying a lot of this stuff, which is very, very accurate. So when I go into my multidimensionality, what I do is I see and feel a space within me and it's also a knowingness that I'm in that space of my multidimensionality. And it's a grander expression of myself. It's, a, it's, you could say, my higher self. It's the part of me that knows more, that has the knowledge and wisdom that I can, um, that I can um, have access to from my physical expression here, too. So when I tune into that and I see it visually within me and then a deep knowingness that I'm actually in that multidimensionality of myself. And I simply stay in that space. And by staying in that space, that emotional charge of anxiety, of frustration or a negative style of emotion starts to dissipate. And I come back to a state of neutrality. So for each individual, that is unique to you. You need to find your own way of doing that. But everyone here, every, every life form, even a blade of grass, is multidimensional. So you, you can access those different aspects of you that are in the different frequencies of existence on Mother Earth right now. It takes practice, and this is something we have not you know, it's not normal knowledge that's been presented to us from the time we were born, purposely kept away from it because we are incredibly powerful beings and we are multidimensional and we are 
um, capable of integrating with those aspects of ourselves that are in those different dimensional states. So we really need to get out of the program of giving our energy, energy away to others, you know, um, ascended masters, angels, uh, the God matrix that, that we've been programmed to ask for help from. Because really that's a version of an empire that goes around the universe assimilating races into its uh, dogmas, into its paradigms um, that really does not have our best interests at heart. You know, you have your beautiful light within you and let your light out and you change your environment, your reality, because the light within you is more powerful than any angel or any ascended master, etc. You know, that's a synthetic universal program that is here to steer humanity in the wrong direction for the harvesting of our life force, for the harvesting of the physical being that we are, because the physical being of the humane body is is incredibly powerful in the genetics of our human makeup. Our very, very prized commodity. Um, universe. So it's time to really get real with this and understand what we're all about so that we can take our, our power back instead of giving it away and uh, be the incredible, powerful human beings that we are. And then from that, create the reality and the loving reality that we're truly all about. So it does take practice. Um, as I mentioned before, I do uh, mentor programs with people, you know, for an hour, for an half an hour. And for those that want to get more clarity on their journey or learn more of how to create it with their multidimensional aspects of themselves. You know, give me an email at musical one at telus dot dot net. Excuse me, musical one at telus dot net. So that's the word musical, the number one at telus t e l u s dot net. And uh, so now I'm going to bring on my guest, Leah. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. Good. I hear you. How are you? Good. How are you? Sorry? How I'm are doing you? Right. So, yeah. Uh, I'm good. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello. Hello. Okay, good. Makes me wonder because. Yeah, I hear you. Yes, you're cutting off a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through the phone, and um, we've had a few electronic glitches, so I'm not sure how I'm coming through. Maybe it's going to be cutting off and on. Uh, I've been having a little trouble with uh, with the radio show the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if you can hear me now. I can, now. Okay, well, I'll just keep going. And um, Yeah, so Aliyah is uh, one of the persons... Uh, one of the uh, spirit beings that I mentor for a number of years now. And, and um, yeah, she's um, really come a long ways back to herself. And um, and it's uh, I'm very grateful to be with her, and I'm grateful for her, her trust in me as well. And, um, Aliyah, how are things in, uh, in British Columbia and in the area that you're living right now? Um, it's, um, it's different now. Um, um, I see more um, 
people conforming with masks and uh, um, people choosing um, conformity and uh, I'm not not speaking out um, also um, but there are also awakened people I saw a parade uh, two weeks ago about the masks and people were marching down the streets and saying wake up wake up it's time to speak out so that was really um, inspiring and I joined that uh, parade so. right how many people were in that uh uh, that parade. Oh, it must have been about twenty people. Um, yeah, yes, it must have been about twenty people. I also saw um, the police um, on the side, and and uh, and also as they were marching and speaking the truth, I also saw the. I see people who are in who are officers and bus drivers, I see them, some of them awakening, too, to, to that truth. Um, yeah, and that's, that's a good point. You know, um, uh, you know, we do see, you know, for those of us that uh, don't want to wear the mask and we see the reasons why we shouldn't be wearing them, I mean, there's a lot of health implications that really hurts us when we wear them. Um, also, myself personally, I know people that have had had this uh, virus, and they're fine. And there's mm-hmm. been a lot of incredible information from a lot of very, very high-profile medical doctors that um, have looked at all the numbers. And, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of people that are recovering, no problem. There's a lot of people that, when they have had it, it's only this mild, like, cold symptoms. Um, you know, and again, every year, um, with the different kinds of flus that are out there, especially in what we call flu season, which has more to do with the uh, short daylight hours that we're in and the lack of sun and the nutrients we actually get from the sun that so many people are unaware of. Um, this is where we're more, more vulnerable, so we do pick up those uh, those flus. And, of course, staying in the house is not uh, the best thing, too. It's, it's so good to get outside and breathe that fresh air being environment, um, even on clouds, uh, cloudful days where it's overcast, you know, you're still getting natural light, which is so important for the RNA and uh, the functioning of our human bodies. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people, I just want people to not be racist too and, you know, not have it the, uh, the masked people versus the unmasked people because there's a lot of people that are wearing the mask that don't want to wear them. And, you know, they need to do their job. And if they don't do it, they get fired. So, you know, until a lot of people um, unite a lot more and actually, in a very loving way, um, you know, take their power back and say, we're not going to be doing this agenda because we know that the real information to understand um, this virus situation is really being kept from us. You know, such as the true organics that actually do take care of us. Intravenous vitamin C is one of them. Um, chaga mushroom tea is really good for the lungs, which um, helps dissipate uh, mucus within the lung area. And these things have been uh, studied through science and, and are verified, but again, this information is not allowed to come out through mainstream. 
and we can really see that now. It's just very, very transparent um, with what's allowed to come out and what with what's been um, taken down on YouTube and Facebook is really um, um, taking a lot of the information and it's a certain agenda of information that is allowed to keep going forth. But there's ways to, you know, go to a different uh, platforms like BitChute and um, still communicate and, and bring the truth out that we know is, is the truth. Um, yeah, so this uh, show I uh, entitled Identifying the Fear Within. And, um, you know, we talked about that ourselves in our in our mentors sessions, Aaliyah. And yeah. um, can you um, share with us some of the things you do with, you know, the environment, the way it is, and how do you change your inner inner world to have a better outer world? Well, um, when it comes to fear, I uh, I realize it's it's um, that I'm not that fear, and I become that awareness and uh, uh, and an observer, and I also realize to uh, listen to my heart with certain choices. So um, could be um, dancing outside or um, connecting with nature or, um, uh, you know, um, starting a conversation with someone. Uh, just the other day, this lady was singing in the bus, and I told her, go, go on, sing. And so um, I feel empowered when I do that. And, um, and... Um, I feel, I sometimes feel the sadness that humanity is going through, but um, you can change it very easily by one choice and uh, by just a a decision from the heart and your reality changes into, from fear to love. Right. Yeah, that's a a good point. I mean, singing is the expression of the soul and and um, when when somebody's singing and another person, you know, applauds or stands up and sings with them, um, it's it's amazing the energy that you're exuding from the heart that changes everybody, and it helps bring more awareness into everyone around. So yeah, very mm-hmm. cool. You know, um, it's uh, and I like that because you're definitely a warrior and um, you you like to dent the matrix agenda whenever you get a chance and, and I know I know you've had uh, some tough times because of that but you always come out shining so so I appreciate uh, what you do here for sure you're really making a difference and um, you know getting out mother nature we've talked about so many times but again it's so important I'm sure a lot of people do that going for a walk you know last night it was quite dark the Days are quite a bit shorter with um, getting closer to the uh, winter solstice, and um, it's a little cooler. But it was snowing, and uh, you know the snow is crunchy, and you know there's there's definitely a, a real incredible beauty and peacefulness within that. Uh, and where I'm located right now, beside a lake uh, in a community, it's um, you know very quiet walking on the road, and and uh, there's deer everywhere, and they're they're very Tame. You can almost come right up to him. I actually just uh, held my hand out and brushed my fingers and thumb together, and 
had this beautiful uh, doe deer come out of my fingers and, and uh, you know, really touching to get that close with, with an aspect of Mother Nature. So really good for a person that way. Um, moving the body physically is, is um, getting the blood flowing. It's, it's creating oxygenation in the body, which is important. You know, and, you know, I'm not biased to those people that feel they need to wear the mask. You know, that's, that's your journey, and, and I have no judgment toward that. Um, and, uh, you know, I appreciate you, too, and that's what you need to do in this time. Um, find ways to stand up for yourself if you feel like your health is dwindling because of that. Um, scientifically, it is true in that, and it does make a lot of sense when you exhale your carbon dioxide. And if you're wearing a mask that that um, that's actually containing more of what you breathe out, so you're breathing in more carbon dioxide in in comparison to the ratio that you should be breathing. So that's why a lot of people are feeling very lethargic and, and um, you know, they want energy it's because of too much carbon dioxide, which is not a good thing. Also, we're breathing out water vapor, which creates a very humid environment within the mask. And in that environment, um, different um, types of fungus can start to grow, and and it's been known to cause uh, lung issues like bronchitis and and other lung um, issues. So just be aware of that. Wash your mask and take it off as much as you can so you can breathe properly. And I, go ahead. I also find um, to um, to dissipate that fear. I I wake up and I'll just listen to the sounds. I'll focus on one sense. Uh, so I'll focus on the sound today, and I will just meditate on that. And then the next day, I'll focus on um, vision and and meditate on that and uh, I find when I do that that peace within myself I can tap into that peace full nature and uh, and uh, reality is very fun and and, and very easy and uh, um, and uh, you know um, challenges are not as uh, Life is simple, and I can see things very clearly, and and um, and uh, all the illusions and programs that people are are believing. Um, right, right, yeah. So you're t- sorry. Sometimes I can't quite hear you, but you're saying that you tap into um, uh, natural sounds. Um, you mean like uh, birds in nature, and um, is that what you mean? Or? Yes, and it could be cars, it could be anything that I hear, and I, I just focus on that, and I focus on being uh, still as well uh, outside. Um, I will um, I will look at a tree and stand and just be in stillness and focus, and imagine that I'm painting it, and then do it with the right. ocean, and then do it with the mountains. Mm. That's a really good point too, you know. Um you know, there is the natural order of life and um within the natural environment we do have 
um, this, the distortions of the matrix and the societal design. But, you know, from a grander level, from our, our grander soul self, we wanted this experience here. So, you know, it's important to understand that if we hold resentment toward the matrix, then then we're really hurting ourselves. We, we need to understand that we wanted this and we wanted this, you know, you could say a challenge to find one's natural self within the matrix system. So if you are working, you know, um, uptown amongst all the heavy synthetic noise of traffic and sirens and, and you know, and so on, then if you can find a way to bring your calmness and your peace within to those environments and stay in that state of neutrality, the exact same way that you are when you're in nature, then you've really, really done, you know, uh, a huge step towards being 100% of who you are naturally in this universe. And that's quite a challenge. You know, can I do that? I can't do that yet. Um, Am I aware of myself and what I'm, what I'm thinking in my emotional state? Yes, I'm very aware of that nowadays because I've been practicing that. So, you know, that's what the challenge is. You know, the matrix system is set up because we wanted it. And how do we see the beauty there? And how do we take... Because if we maintain our beauty inside and don't go into a fear state, we stay in that, uh, that neutrality... Um, that peace and grace that you are. And you can go to any what appears chaotic environment and change that environment because you're in that heart center of grace and peace. Now, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to believe that, but when you start doing this, you can actually stay within yourself in that state of grace as you're in those environments. You will see the outside circumstances and situations that are presented to you are much more of a joyous state, a friendly state, of friendly people that you come across that are helpful, um, non-judgmental people. Um, you'll just notice that there's more of a harmonic balance throughout the day and you go home feeling know, quite joyous. And it doesn't matter what kind of system is out there, you know, with what we see today and uh, the agenda of, of squeezing the box on humanity and taking more of the freedoms away, which we to do. But if we, again, go into our heart, we hold that well in those environments, you'll actually be able to do all the things you've ever wanted to and uh, navigate that system Actually, quite easily. Like I've been doing that, and I've seen some incredible results that appear as what we call normal life before all this stuff happens, where I can go anywhere I want um, with great uh, meetings with people, great joyous meetings, and you know, pleasant meetings, and um, have a good conversation and help each other out and be very, very um, grateful towards each other. You know, you know, just not only doing it, but just being in a nice way. So, you know, it is a uh, an important practice because uh, 
we are the creators of our experience. So if the people don't live in fear, none of what we want out there exists. Because the controllers of the matrix system, they bring out the agenda. And then through mass media, through fear propaganda, through the mass media outlet, the mainstream and alternative sources, we take that because we're heavily programmed in fear and we actually create what they want. So if we step back into our loving humane nature and operate from that heart space, all the rest of that agenda of fear, it just simply starts to dematerialize, fall apart, and have no substance for itself because it can't create it. It's not the creator of what we're experiencing. We are creating it ourselves. Leah, would you like to um, add anything in? Um, yes, certainly. But uh, my personal choices, I've, I've, um, I've um, acknowledged the consequences, and 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 then uh, and then I realize there's other choices, and uh, and like uh, I said earlier, you can change your life with a simple choice and uh, your reality changes your health changes uh, people you meet the people you meet change conversations change and um, um, you go back into harmony and uh, um, yeah yeah yeah, it is just a simple change of uh, vibrational state, you know, isn't it? And, yeah. um, you know, it can be quite overwhelming. We can really dig ourselves into quite a, uh, a dark, deep spot of despair. And, you know, and it's very, very hard to come out of that. You know, where's the pinprick of light to gravitate toward to find a way out? So, um, you know, and unfortunately... Yeah, you know, you'll see some people in despair and, you know, maybe homeless or that, um, you know, really can't see that light from within and, and no understanding of that that internal light is their, their way out of their disparity. So, um, you know, like myself, I've, I've been um, grateful to accomplish some things in life that, you know, I really wanted to do and and, you know, back when 2000 and early 1990s, where I put together my own flight school and taught people how to fly a um, fixed-wing aircraft, a private pilot license, recreational pilot permit, English and commercial pilot license, night flying, mountain flying. And I actually um, had so much experience that I taught commercial pilots how to be instructors. You know, it took a lot of, a lot of work and a... Uh, you know, a lot of expenses, a lot of money to be paid out to operate it. And I started that with nothing. I was broke. You know, I was broke. And through a loan and mom and dad helping with a loan that I'd pay back over time. You know, it's 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 all about working in, in harmony and co creating between beings, you know. Right now we're many are in separation, you know, social distancing, keep away from each other. Well, we co-create experiences together. We build experiences together. 
if you want to have a business with somebody else, you know, we're we're being shown not to be with people, so it gets been that much tougher to to create something because we're not allowed to to be with others without being you know, six feet apart and and uh, you know, trying to communicate with obstructions on our face. And so, but again, when we change this from our internal um, way we feel about things, then um, the result is we can find a way for that to make it happen. So, you know, for me, the warrior archetype is very prevalent. Um, I don't like the truth of what we are to be washed down, and I really like to stand up and stand up for myself and for our humanity. And, um, but, you know, We've also learned that, more importantly, the peaceful warrior is what's needed at this time because I have to be respectful towards everyone and non-judgmental as everyone needs um, needs something in the journey a little bit different than the other person. You know, we are very similar, as you know, many say that we're one, but we're also very individually different, and we are on different journeys here for our soul growth. Um, yeah, so, no, I think I pretty much said a lot of what, um, I, I want um, to talk about. Sure, you I have something to say, um, yep. about uh, despair, um, yes, you can, you can really get into that depth of sadness and, uh, feel depressed. I found um, there are times in my life where I'll be sitting outside and um, and that sadness and despair is, is not bad at all. And it's, it's sort of a organic feeling of despair. And it's so, um, uh, it's so beautiful to feel that and not to be afraid of. And, and, at, and, those, and at those moments, I don't feel I'm going to be uh, stuck in them but that is an experience I'm feeling and and I'm sensing the the sadness of humanity and through that it's um, it's beautiful and um, it's very beautiful when you experience them that way yeah and um... and you know, we're sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And and when I go through those periods, I'm unattached to that emotion, and that's why I feel like I'm not um, trapped by it. Right. You know, another aspect that's important to remember that we are are all tied into the morphogenetic field of Mother Earth. And how I feel is um, sent out into that field and and another like vibration will pick that up as well. So if I'm in a state of anxiety or fear, I'm sending that out and um, another likeness, another like vibration of anxiety and fear is going to pick that up. And in this, this state of the world right now, there's so much anger and frustration, anxiety being 
sent out into the morphogenetic field. So this gets amplified by how you feel. So if you are in a, in a state of despair or in a, in a negative state of emotional emotionality, um, it will amplify very, very quickly because of, of the overall um, human morphogenetic field. So that's another reason to be so aware of, of your awareness and where you are and where you are with your thoughts and your emotional feelings and to change that. And it takes a lot of work in the beginning. It's really hard work, but it gets easier. Like anything, the more you practice, it gets easier. If you're learning how to play guitar, in the beginning, the fingers are going to hurt. Uh, they're not going to stretch or be as flexible as they need to be. But if you're persistent and you practice, you know what? That flexibility develops. The fingers get tougher. And before you know it, you're playing your song. You're expressing it on a musical instrument, and everybody can hear what you're about. So it's the same thing. It's practicing going within and changing that emotional vibration so that you create what you want to see outside of yourself. And just stay strong. And, and I think the main practice is being aware of where your awareness is in the moment. Now identifying when you're starting to go into a, a state of, of darkness you know, with any kind of negative emotional state. And once you identify that, that's when the hard work begins to dig yourself out. But then it gets easier and easier because you identify it sooner. So, um, like right now, I'm living in um, northwest Alberta, and it's uh, quite cold. It's snowed a lot. It's very beautiful, though. The sun's out, quick blue sky. And... I'm grateful to be renting a little apartment above a garage. And right now, the gentleman that owns the place is um, opening the garage door, which makes a lot of racket, and then he's starting up his his quad and revving it up. And the furnace kicks on, and the furnace starts to uh, send us exhaust throughout the place. So I got to open the windows and open the door and air it out. And he did it before I started the show, and I thought that was over, but halfway through the show, he's doing the same thing again. So... You know, I could get caught in a, a state of frustration over um, being put in a state of discomfort because of all the noise and, and smelling the exhaust fumes and all that. But I'm not going to let myself go down that road. You know, I'm going to stay with with what we're discussing, and I'm going to stay in that emotional state of, of um, I would say, more neutrality. You know, I'm not overjoyed and, and being in such a blissful state that I'm unaware of what's going on because that in itself is not a good thing either. It's important to be aware of your environment so that you can change it in the direction that you want to. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, it's funny the way it works. Um, I've been on this journey for a long time. I know many of you have too. And then there's some that are just uh, awakening to what's going on. And there is a lot to it. The rabbit hole goes very, very deep, very, very deep. I've been a health researcher for so many years. And, and again, it's important to eat the right foods and eat organic foods, as close to organic as possible, and really get into the world of herbs and homeopathic remedies, herbs and tinctures, and all, all things like that because they make a big difference for the physical body. And when the physical body is becoming good, your energetic body is, is, is healthy too. 
and then doing qigong and yoga which um which is helpful for the energetic body and the alignment of all the um energetic movements you have in your body that is what really protects the physical body from viruses and, and sicknesses if your chi is strong chi energy um it's like a it's like a, a force field around you that uh deflects um you know, sicknesses from coming into the physical. And, and that's my opinion. I'm not a scientist or a medical doctor, but uh, through my own personal experience and having practiced Qigong and yoga and, and doing energy work and, and, and integrating with my multidimensionality, my physical health has improved immensely. You know, I've never been to a doctor in years. The only time I go to a doctor is when I need to get my medical certificate for uh, being a motorcycle instructor. And my health is always good, you know, and it's because in the natural environment of, of Mother Earth, um, everything is provided for us uh, naturally. And the only reason this is not uh, mainstream news is because, you know, these uh, natural products within the environment of Mother Earth, Mother Earth are not patentable to make money off of. And we're steered into thinking that the only way to get better is to the medical establishment. You know, I'm not um, degrading the medical establishment either because it definitely has its place when needed. You know, if I wipe out my motorcycle and break my leg, hey, I want somebody to, you know, out of the medical establishment to work on, you know, putting that back together for me. But once I'm trying to heal, I want out of there because natural remedies are what truly are going to cure me. When I broke my collarbone in two places on the left side and tore my knee ligaments on the left side as well after racing, uh, how I got better was through uh, physiotherapy and the, the um, instructions and exercises I was given by this beautiful lady that that uh, knew how to show me what I needed to do so I could help myself get better. Unfortunately, the doctor at the time, he took a lot of x-rays, and all he could talk about was uh, if not getting better within a certain time period to get an operation done. Well, I needed no operation. Through uh, physiotherapy, through determination, which I do have a lot of, and through eating right, thinking right, and being very determined, as I mentioned, I created my health. My collarbone, Broken in two spots, healed perfect, stronger than my right side now. And my knee ligament healed up too. So I can do everything I've done before that situation. And it was my herniated disc in the back. So um, dehabilitating that I couldn't even get out of bed at one point. But through chiropractors, physiotherapists, and reading a book upon it and getting determined to fix it, I took all that information and I did the procedures that made myself better. Same with cancer. Did I go see a doctor? Yes. Um, it was diagnosed. Did they check to see if it spread anywhere? Yes, they did. But I was the one I got myself better. I took no chemotherapy. I took no radiation. I took no pills or anything that of a medical nature. I drank carrot juice. I had a diet that was no heavier than fish and chicken. And it was my attitude knowing that this was nothing. The word itself creates a lot of fear, but yeah, I was feeling good, and I said to myself, I'm feeling so good. Why should I feel badly? And I told my mom and dad, I said, I don't want your sympathy. I don't want anybody's sympathy treatment normally. 
In fact, it got to the point where one day my dad did me shit because he said he was sick and tired of being me being so positive. So, no, it's our passion, it's our determination, it's our love for life that when we drive forward, everything that, that will support us going forward will appear in a state of health for your body, in a state of uh, situations that support the direction that you're going in. Again, we are the creators of our experience. And it's where we direct our attention and our awareness. If we direct our awareness into darkness, we're going to have darkness in our lives. If we direct our attention to joy and love and the grace and beauty that we are, then we're going to have the grace and beauty and the joy and the love that we are. Simple as that. But it's as difficult as that. So I'm going to be ending the show here. Unfortunately, Aliyah has dropped off. It's been kind of funny internet connection again here today, so... Aliyah, if you're listening, I really appreciate your wisdom. Um, I'm so grateful for our, our get-togethers and our mentorship session. And I look forward to um, you know, talking with you again. And uh, for all you listeners out there, you know, stay strong. And, um, and really be aware of your thoughts, where you're placing them, and the emotional charge that's affiliated with them. And make a change to... You know, connect with that depth of who you are. You can call it your multidimensionality. You can call it the greater being, your higher self, and and um, really, you know, diminish and, and dissolve that state of negativity and really get those emotions of love, joy, of grace, of peace uh, coming through. And the more you can hold that charge in, in any environment that you go into, you will see positive results. But as soon as fear comes in there, it, it, it sabotages. And that's, again, recognizing that fear and then changing it. So thank you all for being on the show, and thank you to all who will listen to this uh, podcast afterwards. And for those that wish to get in touch with me and would like more clarity on their journey, again, my email is musical1 at tele.net. So that's the word musical the number one at telus, T-E-L-U-S dot net. Take her, uh, take Carol. Um, sometimes my voice gets a little tired and still retraining it as I did lose a little bit of it uh, years ago, but it's getting better. But take care um, and uh, keep uh, keeping in the good direction and uh, create the beautiful reality that you desire. Much love to you. <laughs>